0: What do you want to talk about? We've me and you have never been on just And
1: we're back here at uh, the Roads and Travel podcast with your host Grayson Rufo. Joining me is Alric. Hey, how's it going, guys? And Marcus.
0: We're uh back. Marcus is tardy as always. Excuse
2: me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So, how's everybody's week been going here?
2: My week's been going good. <laughs> um uh what happened in the last week? Uh like Ulrich was saying earlier off mic. Um, I tried to do donuts in my MR2 because uh, it it's just raining out The donuts doesn't. are fun and it, it just gripped and didn't want to do a donut.
1: Yeah, I a... still really want to find a like an airport hangar, some some big, solid piece of pavement that I can just go and grab any car and just whip it around and do as many donuts as I possibly can without fear of crashing. Yes. That, that, that's what I really wanted to do. I mean, that'd, that'd be, be lot a of lot fun. of fun. We, we should do, in a controlled setting... Controlled um, setting. And (laughs) hotels close by to find a track and then have like a drinking challenge where you have to be like, you have to be able to do a donut through a set of cones or something like that. And the more, and it's whoever can do the most in a row without hitting a cone. I like that. idea. And after every round, you have to drink like three beers or something. (laughs) And then it's like, so every level (laughs) is like three beers. I'd be drunk off the first
0: level. Well, no, I mean, like three beers,
1: like weak beers, like, I don't know, like Heineken or something like that.
2: (laughs) Sure, yeah. That that, that would be a lot of fun. But, I mean, it wouldn't really be a fair playing field. Why? Because, like, I could barely drink a six-pack in a full, like, five-hour night. So then (laughs) you're not going to do very well. also, (laughs) Also,
0: Marcus has an MR2, doesn't donut well. No. You have a Cobalt, doesn't donut at all. Okay, well, find I a car a that will. I have like, a C63, donuts no. like a charm. Yes,
2: the MR2 does donut, but it just does it whenever it feels like it. I'm saying more for like <laughs> find a car that like
1: everybody is can go and beat on as hard as they a want. A Miata. Miata would be good. Well, without um, worrying about it breaking. So like we wouldn't own this car. It would be a rental <laughs> or some other thing like that. But yeah. something that we don't have to be worried about, um, you know, something breaking on it. Because, you know what, you know, you want to be able to give it your all. No,
2: I completely agree, yeah. yeah. I feel like Miata would be a good contender for that challenge, but it had it would have to be wet outside then. Or we just, like you said, LS swap, or just put a, <laughs> put a turbo
0: on it or something. You know? I, I was joking about LS swapping it. Oh, or okay. we could
1: do one of those challenges we've been sure. discussing for a while about doing a... Um... A doing a build, but a build that's specifically designed around a cheap car. that can do donuts, so it's like you have a thousand dollars, you get to so go a out and slot. you can build the you know the best drift car you can possibly buy. Right. So go to like you know a scrap tire yard instead of getting like ones that have tread on them. Go and buy ones that don't. <laughs> and go kids. and get like you know again. You you have a thousand bucks. You need something that runs, and you need something with that's. Um, uh, it's uh, the the real rear you, wheel drive. So you, you can't I've got a
0: solution. You can't get any though because all the two forties have drift tax on them. Grand marquee people. You guys,
2: <laughs> the obvious choice, the obvious decision. That In would that be equation. fun. Or yeah. a Crown Vic. That too, but I don't think you can get a Crown Vic. No, there were like the three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is shitty. Cause okay, last five thousand dollar budget.
0: Okay, five thousand dollars actually. That's really like a doable. legit drift yeah. car. Yeah, yeah, you could build oh. something decent. You, no, no you could a, buy use Miata and you could entry level drift like, car, turbo it for sure. Turbo and slam.
1: You don't need much I don't know. I, I don't think, I think no. like a turbo would make drifting oh, harder. No, it's it's harder. Anything yeah, sure, Because but, it's yeah. like, you know, at least with a naturally aspirated engine, you have that constant power band all the way up versus, you know, the turbo, it just kicks in halfway through the actual drift just... and then you kind of go way off. No, you just go yeah. to
2: stick on the rev limiter all the time. Or honestly, I th- I think, I have no drifting experience, but I think you would just have to, you know, keep your throttle movements that much more
0: smooth you know, like, going in and out. You have to, like, kind of stay in boost, though. Oh, yeah, While for drifting. sure. Yeah. You yeah. can't, like, come in and out of boost. Because, like, yeah, as soon as a come, boost comes on, especially in, like, a high horsepower car, mm-hmm. you're screwed. Yeah, you just, done. like, kicks you.
1: Yep. Just end up going around in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of what you're trying <laughs> to do, or, or we just, like, get, like, the crappiest car we can find mm-hmm. and just do uh, McDonald's tray. Um, sliding. sliding.
0: You know what, I was thinking would be fun is if we bought like a beater car. It does. It can be like rear wheel drive, front wheel drive, whatever, all wheel drive. Mm-hmm. Buy a beater and then go set up like on a logging road on a weekend. Go set up a short like course and see if you can get the fastest time on a like just like rally
2: yep. style. Yep. On the actual pay- f- dirt, like oh, yeah, yeah. How
1: fun would that be? Do a hill climb. You would I'd each be need so a car though. That's the thing. Is yeah, it because. That's what you said, just go buy a beater car. Just... No, but, no, but each of us would have to have a car. Why? Because I have a feeling that after if we're first of all, if we're buying one beater car for less than a thousand bucks, chances after the are first after the first person <laughs> it's going to be dramatically decreased, <laughs> <laughs> and by the third person, it's gonna be like it'll be like two cylinders
0: will just oh, st- stop firing and... no they just buy a Honda they, those things go forever oh yeah, yeah, we could big twenty two
1: hundreds that's all you need those things I are drifted bulletproof. Mine in, in they the, are bulletproof uh, rain, yeah. Well, not oh, quite because we did shoot bullets through it, but um, <laughs> I mean, like, like basically, what happened was yeah, um, Travis, a good, fa- um, good friend of the show, he had a B twenty two hundred just back, um, just after university, um, and basically he loved the car, real, big fan of it, but unfortunately, driving home from work. It got shot. Somebody ended up rear-ending them, and it was an instant write-off because the damage, like you know, the car's only worth like twelve hundred bucks or something like that. Yeah. So again, it was an instant write-off. He was so upset, but it was still drivable. So he said, "Okay, well, how long until I have to hand it into ICBC?" And they said, "Well, um, it- it's going to be, you know, you have about like two to three weeks to actually hand it in, or whatever it was." So we thought, "All right, now we have an opportunity to go have some fun with this car." All it needs to, like, all all it has to be is it needs to roll into ICBC. It doesn't have to be in good condition. It doesn't have to be intact. It just has to be able to roll into ICBC. That's it. Because they're scrapping the car. Yeah. So we go up to Stave Lake. I don't know if you guys know where Stave yeah, Lake. Yeah, I know it's Stave kind of Lake. Rope, is. Um, in BC here, yeah. it's a kind of redneck, kind of off-roading. It's a good, it's a good time. Oh yeah, I, I love Stave Lake. But we it's... need to do
2: a video there, like oh, okay. ASAP. Yeah, I've never actually gone. Like I've been with the only times I've been to Stave have been with you. Yeah, like and that was like
1: years ago. But anyways, so Stave <laughs> Lake is like I've driven up Stave Lake in my car. Um, that being said it wasn't easy and I did bottom out a few times it's not like if you want to be well no I mean like if you want (laughs) to be on edge for the entire time you can bring up your car but for the most part I would say it's like an SUV minimum um, and then once you get to a certain point, you have to have a four wheel drive. Like th- there's no th- there's no ifs or buts about it. Right. You no, have to have four wheel drive. I
0: went all the way with a Tundra, and it was only in rear wheel drive the whole way. Good, okay, no, good no, tires. I'm, I'm talking good tires about go up the hill way. because yeah. the up up the hill yeah.
1: it goes like it doesn't end. Yeah, you're, you're, you're talking about like hundreds and hundreds of kilometers long. Like, I don't go
0: all the way, but I went like a fair amount of the yeah, way. It just but I'm saying though. it
1: gets to the point where it's, you know, the climb something like this and they're big rocks like that. Yeah. That's right. So you it's like, you know, know foot, foot squared rocks like my truck. I was scared driving my truck up that because I would start driving and then the rocks would start shifting. And if you go off the edge, there's nothing stopping you. You're falling right down. So the more energy you're pushing up, the more the rocks start sliding. It's a scary experience. But anyway, so we, we drive this B twenty two hundred bombing up this hill. We're bottoming out. We're like, it, like I've never driven a car so hard before. Like, we were so aggressive on it. We beat the shit out of this thing, and um, we, we ended up like bringing up some guns. We shot some holes in it, um, and um, yeah, the rest of it I can't say on the podcast. But <laughs> it, it's it, it was an experience. It, 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 it was a lot of fun. Um, right, but yeah.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. And meanwhile, Ulrich's over here like, oh, I grew up with this shit. Pretty
1: now, much. Now, now, off, off, off the <laughs> podcast quickly. So we, we ended up, there was this guy up there. with oh, his kid. Anyways, back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you just ruined someone's life. No, because it's like, life, no. You, you ruined their couple right. months of their No, life. <laughs> no. Hey, to be fair, that was like, that
2: was like. <laughs> no, we're back. Yeah, okay, back. we're back. We haven't stopped. I'm just going to leave it in. <laughs> it? Um, Sorry, I, you, I, can't, you can't <laughs> leave that. No, seriously. You cannot that leave that. Yeah, like that's pretty in. bad. I'm like to leave it in. Um, th- I feel like this is a good place to tell people that you can find us on iTunes and you should go rate the podcast. And review oh, it. you're Do plugging we have in any... the middle, eh? I am, yeah. I'm throwing in a plug, getting ready for the sponsors routine, you know? It's about, what, 12, 13 minutes in? It's a
1: little it early. Is? Yeah, it's a little um, bit early, but you can yeah.
0: just sort of tell them, like, hey, this was sponsored by... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, do we, <laughs> how many iTunes reviews do we have right now?
2: We have we we had three for, like, a year and a half. In the last four weeks, we've got, like, seven more. So we're at about ten reviews now.
1: Okay.
2: Or That's 11, 10 or 11. And now, if you look at it, five stars. Anyways. Damn nice. A good accomplishment. Um, anyways, yeah, you should go do that because we're climbing the rankings, having a good time. Podcasting. Also, uh, this isn't something we plug a lot, but we need to do it more often. Uh, hit up... Roads show at gmail dot com, or just head to our website and uh, hit the contact page and send us your questions and like topics. If you guys have any questions, topics, if you're looking to buy a car and uh, you need a choice,
1: do we have any questions from our fans?
2: Uh, no, that's why I just did that plug. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could have before, like before uh, some podcasts, so I'll go on Facebook but, and wait, Instagram. You know I'm gonna go see. Uh, where's
1: Andrew? Andrew. Oh, Andrew it's been over a us. year
2: since we've heard from Andrew. Break oh, my yeah. heart, Andrew. Yeah. Break my heart. He yep. doesn't listen to He left it. His... Well, I know what his YouTube is. We should message him. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Uh. so... Yeah, that wouldn't be weird. Ferrari announced recently that they are officially done with the manual transmission. Yeah. Now, this isn't... This is basically everybody... Like, they haven't made a stick shift car in the last, like, three years, four years, maybe. And that was only maybe, like, 50 cars total throughout yeah. their whole model range. Before that's like, another five years before they made one. But now they're, like... they put out the statement all right we're done making manuals
0: yeah,
1: it's kind of sad and, well i mean it's gonna happen it's never yeah
2: obviously but it still kind of sucks aston martin meanwhile has made a pact uh that they're basically they made basically the opposite announcement and we're like we are going to make we're going to be the last ones to make a v12 manual which i believe they already are but i could be wrong on that but yeah they made that statement too oh man they're like I we're going to be the last one standing. So badly. <laughs>
1: Yeah. see but now see this is where you have I appreciate to, that you have to think about this like practically though what is ferrari <laughs> about you know i understand how you ferrari could be upset is about the image well no but hold on uh, now i understand no, that that's what they're about
0: they're Racing. about the passion of driving they're about like the sound and the feel of driving that's what ferrari is about
1: they are the the image they're, they're the luxury no it's not but the image they... it's not the luxury it's about the passion they don't For... give a shit about luxury. no it's not about passion in, in my opinion, what? Ferrari Ferrari is the, <laughs> the is like the pinnacle of luxury and performance. Oh my God, like, no, that's, that's Rolls Royce is the pinnacle
0: of luxury. No, and I'm saying performance, and and performance it's not luxury either. in the sense
1: that like not luxury is in it's luxurious on the inside, but in the sense that it's a class, it's a symbol, right? Like you don't necessarily drive Ferraris around a racetrack, but at the same time, it's more about the image. It's more about the. Um, you know for ferrari's is i have money it's a status symbol That's, for
2: for a certain percentage of the people who are buying those cars for but, sure but
1: at the same time they market themselves as performance cars they yeah. are right so if you're creating a performance car and putting a manual transmission in it even though it doesn't perform as much as a, um as a um, paddle shifters or triptronic systems that doesn't make much sense. At some point, you have to think if the performance is significantly decreased by putting a manual transmi- uh, transmission in it versus a... 100%. T- yeah, I'm not Yeah, not agreeing yeah. with it. I'm just no, saying yeah, that yeah. you have to think about
2: what they're about. Lamborghini hasn't made a manual in a long time, too. Yeah. Like right. So, same. I mean, like, yeah. you know,
1: it, you have to take it for what it is. Like, you know certain cars will always be made in manuals they will not very many in the end but as long as um, the human beings are still behind the wheel of the car and controlling it there'll always be some type of manual transmission out there you can still you but can still... if it decreases a track time by a significant amount it's end up yeah. hurting the image more than helping it they want to have the best performance for the money yeah you
2: know? no for sure well yeah i mean best performance for the money i I I don't
1: think they really care about the money
0: that's not not their goal i I,
1: I don't mean value wise i'm saying like you're you're spending it's luxury you're spending a lot of money it's a status symbol not money in the sense that you're good bang for your buck Mm -hmm. but more like you're getting a lot of good performance because you're spending x amount of dollars
2: yeah no for sure i do think though that like in terms of new cars being manufactured i think there's definitely going to come a come a time when manuals are no like nobody oh, makes manuals. 100%, for 100% sure. that's coming
1: there's going to become a time when no one makes um, like like driver ride cars like no yeah, yeah automatic
2: yeah but everything being automatic I think is going to come you know, very soon okay but you know what what very, I find way about, sooner than automated cars being yeah. a thing
0: you know what I think automated yeah. cars is weird because every, by that standard if you're saying cars are going to become automated soon then planes should have been automated a long time ago and for the most part they are but they will not I don't think they'll ever get rid of the pilots Right. Oh, because, because, drivers
1: but y'all remember this is that but drivers that, are different yeah no i realize because Lower drivers stakes, go through yeah. a like two tests to get their license planes yeah. go through years of training yeah you never stop training yeah and, and that's, that's the thing so cool. is it's that cool. like you know but i mean before you're allowed to drive or to fly a uh, commercial airliner what type of training do you have to go through how many hours do you need in the air and how many what kind okay, of like education to,
0: okay you don't need any education you can just go get your commercial pilot's license. I would know because this is what I'm trying to do right now. That's what I'm asking. Uh, you need 200 hours, then you have your commercial license. Oh, that's not actually like. No one will hire you. Okay, right. so so I should but have phrased you need, that you need 200 hours. That's the legal requirement to be a commercial pilot. Well, technically, then you have your commercial pilot's license, then you have to go get your ATPL, which is your airline traffic pilot. Now, license. is this pretty so, much for
2: if you want to do international
0: flights? Is this yeah, an definitely. international rule?
2: What. The two hundred hour thing, or is it just in yeah, Canada?
0: Yeah, no, 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 it's a, like it's international ICAO. Oh, okay. So like there's like an organization. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, that does like the really regular stuff this. like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. It's, if you have your commercial license, you have your commercial license. I mean, there are slight variations, um, in laws. So, like, so of... I should rephrase sure, yeah. that: Is
1: what do you need to actually be hired by an airline to fly a couple hundred people? Uh, about up about a thousand hours. Right and it's like in the yes you don't have to go to school but there is a training program to get certified in that like you, you have to go and get
0: no no school like I don't you, think you, there's you any flight school in the world where you can walk out of and get a job in a, like aviation industry ever.
1: No, but you need that in order to get into the air to begin with. Yeah, yeah. So, but in terms of like you know in cars, they caught they can do a lot of damage. They can kill you and other people very easily. Oh, yeah. But it mustangs, you have it's, it's one written test and then one driving test of like forty five minutes in BC, and we have oh, the specific. strictest um, driving certification in all of canada yeah. and that is what it takes but in order to get behind the wheel and we still have people that are horrifying so i think <laughs> the fact that that's an understatement it's going to be sooner than you think before people aren't going to be allowed behind the wheel at all i'm going to say within the next hundred years oh yeah they're going to say like yeah. you are not allowed to drive behind the wheel of a
2: car except if it is for uh record it'll probably be the insurance at At least at some point, I feel like the insurance will just be ridiculously expensive. It'll be recreational only. It'll be like for a week. Okay. You can insure your manual transmission, classic 2020 Chevy or whatever it is. And you can drive that like on the weekends if you want.
1: It'll get higher and higher and higher. But at some point, at some point, it will be completely illegal to drive. A manual car because the thing is that if every car on the road is is an auto um is completely like automatic um autonomous. autonomous sorry um yeah if, if all of them are autonomous they'll be able to drive much quicker you're gonna oh, be yeah. able to, like the yeah. speed limits aren't going to be there it's going to be literally down to the physical limitations of the car so you can be doing 250 kilometers an hour down the highways i do that anyways um, <laughs> yeah but i mean like and and have that be okay yeah. you're not going to have yeah. traffic cops So if you have somebody on the road, now all of a sudden you need traffic cops, you need speed limits, like you need a lot more stuff that, you know.
2: This is why I feel like racetracks are going to start sprouting up like private, like locations where people can go to drive their cars. That is a good point. Well, of course, like driving will always be a thing. You'll always be able to drive. Yeah, that's the thing I was going to say. But it's a matter
0: of like land and money. Yeah, like I'm honestly just terrified of like autonomous driving being a thing in a way like driving to me is like such a big part of what i enjoy in life
2: yeah but you can still do that no but i'm saying maybe like, not as the idea of today.
0: autonomous like driving being a thing or mm-hmm. autonomous cars being a thing rather taking over yeah, yeah that that kind of like well not t- scares me but like it makes me sad
2: oh for sure dude i touched on this in the tesla review man when we when grace and i drove the tesla i was like this first of all this car is like physically what they've done with it and everything is amazing. The car, the car is great. Yeah. Um, it's not perfect, but it's great. Right? right. But the one thing I was like, when we were doing this automated driving and stuff and cool, the wheels moving and everything, I was like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's like I want to go back. Like I want to get engaged. Cool. cooled Steering wheel was nice. Or no, he did steering wheel rather. That was amazing.
1: See, but... I have a little bit of a different view. I can't wait for them to be autonomous. Um, just because like I have a dream. And my dream is I want to be able to nap and get drunk on my way to work. Like that, That's like to be able to sit in your car, oh, enjoy course, the yeah. scenery, <laughs> yeah, ha- have, your, ha- have all four seats instead of facing forward, have facing each other, be able to play cards, screw your girlfriend. Uh, you know, <laughs> so just, just, so. just all the luxuries in life that drive that makes driving much more dangerous. Oh, yeah. That you know, is the um, future. Okay,
0: I don't care about those things when I'm driving. Yeah, that's... but if
1: I want to drive, go to a track.
2: But then no. you can't do half the fun. I mean, I hate to say it, <laughs> but half the fun of driving, like like we like enthusiasts like to do on the street, yep. is that there's like it, there's an element of risk to it. Yeah, al- always, definitely. If you're not specifically on a racetrack, and then all you're doing is focusing on trying to get the best lap times or trying to try have the most fun or whatever, which is great. But what I kind of like being scared. Yeah, exactly. And the road, you can actually go somewhere, whereas you're on yeah, a track. It's like, oh, I just went in a fucking circle. Yeah, exactly. A fancy circle, but it's a circle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like you can't drive from here to a Soyuz on a track. Yeah, exactly. That's why it saddens me. Yeah.
1: If infrastructure but... wasn't a problem, it would be cool if they had, like how we have roads as well as bike lanes. You have autonomous lanes as well yes. as driving lanes. Oh. Yes. So you only have like two <laughs> lanes, one going each way.
2: The other one requires like serious driver training yeah hopefully you would hope, yeah
0: Yeah. like (laughs) but it's like offensive driving technique and stuff like that oh yeah so at least
1: the scenic routes you know not not all over the place not throughout langley and stuff like that but like i I, I mean like when you actually get out towards um like like going uh, down the uh, not see or going up the sea to sky for example Mm -hmm. or going out towards hope um stuff like that i think would be really cool Mm mm-hmm Now, of course, you know, autonomous vehicles will be able to go faster. um, Yes. Regardless of what you think, uh, at the end of the day, an autonomous vehicle 100% will be able to travel at a much higher speed and be pretty much risk free. Oh, of course. Yeah. They're going to be like bullet trains. They're going to be going like 800 kilometers an hour eventually. They can see and compute information faster. And better than <laughs> any human no, being we'll in the world. They can use sonar. They can use radar to detect obstacles around corners. Yeah. Like you know, there, there's things that you can't do as a person. And you know, you, you may um, take your foot off the throttle a little bit going into a corner. The the autonomous car knows what that corner looks like, and it will be able to outperform. Here's the Never lift, dude. I type
0: never lift.
2: Here's the thing, though. An autonomous vehicle will never be able to perfect the most fun driving line around a corner. Or drift. not necessarily the most fa- the quickest driving line around a corner, but the you, most pleasurable. The most pleasurable <laughs> for the human senses that we have. An autonomous vehicle Uh-oh. will never be able to replicate no, that. No, you so, know why? Because it's a safe robot.
1: It's a robot. <laughs> now, do you it think I have now, emotions? Here's something that I am would make me upset, and that says something. What would you think about ins- like instead of NASCAR I don't can I don't understand NASCAR but anyways <laughs> like, if, if, if like you know something like NASCAR or like you, you know something around like the Nürburgring but all autonomous vehicles Did you just compare NASCAR to the Nürburgring I might have I'm, to I'm kill you I'm saying that and <laughs> I'm saying that and like the Nürburgring no, yeah, yeah. so it's like yeah. the, like the um autocross all like all that stuff but instead of You mean having-
0: automotive racing
1: sure <laughs> but with but with a person bo- without a person behind the wheel i would being never watch that vehicle. i would never watch that see i think i would I think that never would... be interested in that Why, I, why would I anybody... want to watch a bunch
0: of robots it's... driving around a fucking track it's just rigged think about
2: this <laughs> yeah drones Dro- drone racing is starting to take off it's controlled by human though it's eh, totally different yeah, yeah no hold on wait you're, a second you're talking drones... about autonomous vehicles not remote control big
0: cars <laughs> that's the equivalent yeah. remote yeah. control big cars i would never watch autonomous cars race each other i'd no i'm not saying i'm not saying that uh (laughs) yeah that's terrible i'm not saying i
1: would either i'm just saying that when you take a look at where society's going you know like at some point they used to have airplane races now they They have do yeah but you know drones are starting to become more popular dude airplane
0: races are like go to nevada dude they have like i'm pretty sure there's like hundreds of thousands if not like millions of dollars in prize money in like airplane races where people build like they have built planes from the Second World War that oh, are like sure, doing yeah. like insane speeds through canyons. Like yeah. it's a big thing still. It's really? like it's like it's pod racing. I haven't heard anything really. about it. So oh, it's a really like niche thing. Like there's not much out there. But like look at even the Red Bull air races. Yeah, Red Bull air races are still pretty big. I think See, I've never I, watched any of this. Those guys are nuts. Man. They fly you. like five feet off the ground, upside down. I have a theory, and it's very similar
1: to also the it's um, it called. They had um, the the, uh, the founder of Segway. He developed the. Is those, that still relevant? Yeah, it's, no. it's getting back to okay. what we're talking right. about. He developed um, the, the, yeah. the hobby, or I, I can't call it a sport, but the hobby of robot fighting. So it's basically two—it's you know two people or a group of people—they build, um, they use the robotic skills, they build a death machine, and they battle. Right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. It, it's very similar. It's cool. It's a cool concept, but there's a reason why that died off pretty fast. It lasted for about a year or two, and then it just got boring.
2: It was so awesome to watch. Did you guys ever watch
1: those? Yeah, no. at some point, but there's really a, I've never watched. The, there's, what what were the Robotobots, I think it was called. Yeah, something, something like that. that. But like there, battles there's battles or something. Th- there's a reason why it's watch. not as big as it was anymore. Does it? It and doesn't exist. I, I think that <laughs> I think in order for human the human being to enjoy and a high um, uh, like intense activity there has to be a human life at risk oh definitely if there's no human life at risk nobody gives two shits yeah and honestly I think that's how it works yeah we we went from (laughs) uh, we went from gladiators and you know sure yeah they fought to the death and all this kind of stuff now we have UFC and now of course they're not killing each other but But you're waiting for that one gruesome kick where the shin bone comes out of place or whatever it is you're waiting for that moment
2: although soccer there's no real human life Lives lives at yeah, stake. But there's <laughs> but human beings it's way still bigger playing. Than there's still that physical yeah, yeah, of being
1: course. of there's a human there. Now, if there are robots playing um, soccer, nobody would watch it. Yeah. like It would all become down to who could design the best robot to play. Yeah. There's still a sport there. You still could argue that it's very similar, but the fact that you don't have a human life at stake, so to speak, you don't have that thrill. You don't get that rush. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, for
2: sure. For That's sure. why I'm going to stick with my manual. <laughs> not the autonomous Segway vehicle. To
1: that. <laughs> Human life at stake. Yeah. Oh, so that's, basically, that's a tough one. Like, like see, I know what nah, you. I'm not going to ask you guys because you. I know what you guys are going to say, but like, if I had the choice to spend, you know, th- if I had three hundred thousand dollars to spend on a car, I could either a get an amazing like manual, like I don't know, Ferrari, Lamborghini, something like that. For three thousand dollars? No, it's three hundred thousand dollars three hundred thousand. Oh, I thought you said three thousand dollars for a second. I was like, you're gonna get a Ferrari for three thousand. No, or <laughs> an <laughs> you <know>. autonomous
0: vehicle <laughs> that's, like, nice. Oh, you're stupid. I would,
1: honestly, I would honestly get an autonomous vehicle.
0: Oh, mate, I would buy a Ferrari so quickly. Uh,
1: no, honestly, I, I 100% would. I'd probably get, like, a nice one, like, maybe, like, the Mercedes right. version Grayson. of the autonomous vehicle. To be fair, we Mercedes have not have been, been in a Ferrari
2: vehicle. or a Mer- That's does, something we have not does, experienced yet. It, does, it doesn't yet, matter.
1: It doesn't matter. Yo. Just because, like, I'll, I'll buy a cheaper sports car Here's or a cheaper performance okay, car. If you want
0: an autonomous vehicle, go buy the new Mercedes E-Class. It's autonomous.
1: Yeah, but I'm talking about like something that you can. No, actually, it's autonomous. Like, yeah. You can't get out of the driver's seat and go somewhere else in the car. legally. Yes, you can. Well, not legally. Right. But <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, technically, yes. Yes. Yeah. Not there. Not quite there yet, though. No. Yeah, they are. The new E-Class. I'm saying law-wise, I can't. Oh, yeah, actually,
0: technicality-wise, the new E-Class can't do that. They like just put it on a road and it came back
1: to them. And they were like, there was no one in the car. They parks themselves in the mall. You get out and oh, you yeah. basically like, come on. Isn't that just incredible? Yeah. The fact that you don't have to find parking anymore. It can drive around the block until you're ready if you want. <laughs> it's pretty cool.
2: I mean, it's pretty cool. This is kind of what it's like, though. It's like, um, So it's, let's say some, someone has salvia one time in their life. And then they haven't experienced any other drug. All right? So someone comes along and is like, okay, we're either going to give you... You have a choice between salvia for the rest of your life. That's all you can smoke. Or you get to eat shrooms whenever you want in whatever dosage for the rest of your life, and that person picks salvia because they're like, ah, oh, shrooms is overrated. But I've never tried it. That's like you saying, I've never been in a Ferrari, I've never driven it. But you know what? I'm gonna take the autonomous vehicle because I know that'll be, yeah. I know what that's gonna be. But I've never experienced this other thing, and I think it's overrated. So I'm not gonna go with the Ferrari.
0: This is a very, I mean, it's a weird analogy, but no, it's guess. a good
2: analogy. Accept it. Sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, I have a response for it. Don't knock until you try it. You well, haven't tried a Ferrari. Yeah, but I haven't, I. I haven't tried an autonomous vehicle.
2: Yeah, but you know... Yeah, Tesla. No. Yeah. That's very primitive, but it is a, an autonomous... I was dra- sitting there yeah, looking it, around, not stu- paying attention to the you road. You still and it's driving have for me. to give it inputs. No, yeah, I'm saying, but you can... Fully imagine all you need to do to imagine and I can fully
1: imagine a Ferrari. Like, no, you, you know, I, I drive, drive my cobalt down the road. It's like, Hmm, I wonder what okay, it would you like, you know, it was a lot the, lower the, the
2: smells and all that. Like, that's what makes up a Ferrari autonomous yeah. vehicle. You can just imagine, okay, I'm driving out along the road and it's literally just like you are now, right here, you sitting here, this is what an autonomous vehicle is like. But yeah. just going around the road, but you're not paying attention to any of that. Yeah. This is literally we could be doing a podcast. We could be in an autonomous car right now. This is what I'm saying. You can imagine it. Ferrari, the smells, the touch, the feel, the sound. The you vibration, cannot imagine even that.
0: like the vibration through the different RPMs. It's different. That's you can't feel that in any different vehicle. You can't experience that unless you're actually in that car. Yeah.
1: See, now I think this is where the breaking point is because for me, I imagine driving like my normal driving. So driving downtown Vancouver, stuck you can't in traffic. Drive a Ferrari. Like well, that. no, hold on. That's what I'm saying though. Is it the driving I do, ninety nine percent of the time, is driving downtown Vancouver, driving around the city, driving around Surrey. Yeah, I hate it. It's 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 stop go stop go. You know, pedestrian light. I I absolutely can't stand it. So the majority of my driving I already do is driving I just don't enjoy. I'd Same, dude. Rather, Same I'm, dude, But like in versus like. the 1% of the time that I'd actually be in a situation where I could actually drive a car to performance. That's why I'm saying that I would much rather spend that money on an autonomous car that I'd use far more than a Ferrari. I would use a fraction of the amount of time. I'm yeah. not saying I would also get a Ferrari. I'm just saying that if I had that money and I had to choose right away, I would honestly choose the autonomous vehicle before I went with a Ferrari.
2: Mm. I, your your yeah. logic makes complete sense because I do. Although I do very much enjoy the drive from my place to your house, Grayson just because it it has like one light, two lights and it's like you can go well allegedly you can go as fast as you want <laughs> and there's good stuff to look at. You know, when I come back when I'm coming back to my house like Mountain Baker on a good day, the view gets me every time. You know, but if it's like you know you're driving downtown and stuff, it's, it's just. It I would take build. the autonomous car, of course. It would be fair enough, pretty awesome, fair enough. But I still buy the Ferrari. Of course. Have you heard <laughs> of about course. the
1: Tesla accidents? There's no. more and more I don't pay any attention to That's Tesla. That's kind of expected
2: so. though. Like people keep getting up like it's I mean, any first um autonomous car company is gonna have these problems. Yep. It
1: was they ended up putting up an update that was um I forget what it is. Like, the newer cars are putting out, they're putting in some safety measure that requires you to be in the driver's seat and have your hands, like, hovering over the steering wheel or something. Don't point, hold me to that. Well, it's the fact that like, it can do something in steer, but they need to ensure that people aren't just trusting it. And I honestly think that that could cause more damage than people just driving in general. Because... If you are behind the wheel waiting for the one out of one hundred thousandth of a time that it actually happen, it's going to happen. People aren't like, you know, if you get used to the car being safe, being reliable, and then 10 years down the line, it ends up crashing the one time it's not. You're not going to, regardless of having your hands on the wheel and you're looking straight ahead, you're not going to be prepared for that. No. So it's almost to the point where they need to either make it autonomous and make it safe or not at all. Because I think it's getting down to the point where... No, I agree. You know, of, of course, yeah. you, have, yeah. like, you know, either have it work or not, because regardless of what you put it in to require people to be ready behind the wheel, it's going to be dangerous.
2: Yeah, no, of course. But even still, it's like, right now I could go be just driving on my normal commute and some idiot could just come barreling through a red light T-bone I'm dead. It's that same kind of idea, but not really because manufacturers are actually the ones making the risk, they're creating the risk versus just this is yeah. the risk of idiots on the road. Yeah, exactly.
0: But they can like be held directly accountable. For exactly.
2: It. There's something you can tie it back to. Yeah. It's like there was a malfunction, not in the person's brain <laughs> that doesn't have a manufacturer <laughs> <or> serial number, <laughs> but it's the actual car that's yeah. like and then you could sue them. So Yeah. That must be stressful, man. Oh, 100%. I don't know. What must it be like to be Elon, Elon Musk?
1: Musk? Oh, probably terrifying. Oh no, the amount of insurance that guy has—like he's not no dude. Suffering dude, in this all. modern day
0: and age, he can still get fucked.
1: But <laughs> that, you, could that, car, you could say for, that for, for, about for moral any... issues. For yeah, moral all issues, you yeah.
0: need is like some big headline saying Tesla kills like school bus full of kids or something, and no one's going to buy a Tesla ever again. You
1: can literally say that about any car manufacturer. Toyotas had a problem. Or no, it wasn't Toyotas. It was... Um, yeah, that's uh, kind uh, of Yeah, mechanical, like... Corolla... Or, no, no, I'm trying to think what it was. It was the Kias. It was a certain model of the that Kia. Of and what, what happened was... <laughs> this, this is actually all over the news, and I think the guy was from the States. He was driving with his family, and he was coming up to a yellow, uh, yellow light, and then he ran the yellow light... Or I guess it turned right or whatever, and it ended up hitting someone and it killed like two people. So he was in jail for about two or three years. Now he claimed that he pressed the gas, or sorry, he pressed the brake, but for some reason the gas was activated or the accelerator was activated, and even though he was pushing on the brake, because it's all um, digital now and electronic, mm-hmm. the, the brakes didn't come on, but the gas went on and it went through the light. Now he spent 3 years in jail or whatever I don't know the exact it was he he spent a couple of years in jail and then finally Kia came out and they said oh well it turns out that this car this year this model Might have a problem with the, uh, you know, with a faulty switch or something like that. So when you press the brake, you know, the the accelerator may come on on rare situations. Yeah, that's so now he was released from jail and paid a huge buy or like a huge payout.
2: Was the number released? Well, like, what you, like oh, what's big not. a million, 10 million? Uh, I,
1: I have no idea it usually isn't because it's they they want to keep that stuff quiet like you, that, yeah. that's a big kind of fuck up that's oh, like that's i terrible. took away three years of your life you could have been raped in prison you could have been stabbed in prison it's life-changing your, your life Your sorry your wife could have left you like you, you like you have to think that like, that could have some serious kids, implications like if you have
0: kids
2: oh yeah three years is a, that's a long time to and just your kids grow up with oh my dad's in jail And then after you find out... Finding a job? Finding out that would be... Like, I mean, obviously, he's completely confused or frustrated or whatever it is, but... To make it
1: worse, he was Asian not not saying that not, not saying oh, yeah. not, not not saying that like it's that's, because that's why that's saying that like <laughs> no, I'm just saying that people would view what he said even in a worse light because and it's and it's, it's not I'm not agreeing with it I'm just Brudal. saying that like that's you know. that's the
2: social like thing yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a stereotype yeah yes yeah ferrari's not making um, manuals anymore autonomous cars are coming in but here's the thing, though. This is what really sucks, Grayson. We're about to put out this Porsche video, and there is, if you know, I don't know if you noticed, but um, there's three, three spot in an intro and then three more spots, basically beginning, middle, and end of voiceover that I need to record. And the last voiceover is like my one big downside on the car, and I want to hit on it because it's too it's too big. Okay, that's the one. It's too wide. It's it like when you compare the nine six four turbo. And this new car, which is really weird, because the 964 Turbo is just about as expensive now because it's going up in value as this right. brand new GT3 right. RS. And it's like you go back to the 964 Turbo you drove it briefly, yeah. Ulrich. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, and that's like a quarter million dollar car. Yeah, was and fun. <laughs> you you get to shift, and it's really small. It's a, what yeah. I would call a sports car. It's tiny. The GT3 RS, it's not a sports car. It's too it's too big. It's it doesn't have that like oh, you, can't okay. okay. you can't toss it around. You can't toss it around, It doesn't right? have the agility. No, exactly. It's it is still quick to change movement. Don't get me wrong, it's crazy capable. Yeah, very snappy. But the feeling of it is I think you have to put feel it on like a race board. track. It's a supercar. Yeah. But that video is coming out and uh PDK, that was what I was going to get to. PDK. Oh, I love manuals, but that PDK, transmission yeah. it like it's unreal. It's, like, the best, obviously the best automatic transmission I've ever driven. It's yeah. phenomenal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, that good that you'd be like, i drive this.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I would drive that everywhere. Yeah,
0: so yeah. I would mind that in, like, a LaFerrari.
2: Uh, this is what I'm saying. Like, people classify supercars as, you know, it either has to be maybe like a V10 or a V12 or it has to have doors that go up or something like that. You know, that's classification of a yeah. supercar. Normally, the Porsche has six cylinders, and I would say hands down that that thing's a supercar. The GT3 RS, the 991, is, by my definition, a supercar. Uh,
1: see, you now here's the but thing. The see, only you haven't argument... you not a Lamborghini or Ferrari You're right. Yet. No, you're right. This so is from my like, perspective. So maybe I could get in them
0: and be like, holy fuck, never mind. Yeah, the o- exactly. There's still that possibility. I
1: think that the only argument that it's not a sports car is that it looks like all their other cars that are sports cars. It has the same look. It's a Porsche look. It looks like all of the other Porsches out there. It's just kind of like the Porsche 918. The only way that that wouldn't be a hypercar is... The only argument for that is that it looks like every other Porsche. It looks like the Okay, well, the the 918 doesn't look like every other Porsche. No, but I'm saying like... Okay, no, obviously, you know, I'm just saying like to some degree, it doesn't stand out from their other product lines. Now, of course, it does look really nice and all this kind of stuff. And if you look at the details, yes. But I'm saying like compare it to a... Um, a, a entry level Audi versus the R8. It looks like something totally different.
2: Yes, um, I, I do not agree on the statement of the Boxster looks the same as a nine eighteen. What's that one there? It's a box Boxster nine eighteen. Oh
1: come on. Come on. I mean, of course, it's different. It's (laughs) it's different. different, It's a different car altogether. Oh, no, it's not. Every Porsche looks the same.
0: No, they don't. Look at the wheelbase. You have to look at, like, the finer parts of it. Like, the wheelbase, the height of, like, the rear hip and like. So many like aspects that you have to look at. No, I it's understand. True.
1: It's, I know there's subtle differences, and like you're but saying, It's more than subtle differences. But, but this is the thing I'm, I'm saying, what a subtle difference comparing that between an entry level Audi and the R8. That yeah, is okay, something but that's significantly different.
0: Yeah, but Porsche doesn't have an entry level car. The
2: Boxer, the Boxer is definitely an okay. entry level. Porsche. Like, it's yeah. like 20, no, 30 grand, isn't it? No, no, like 50 60. Yeah, Porsche okay. doesn't make a car that's cheaper than like 60, that's what I'm saying. They don't have an entry level car, grand, yeah. They don't have for, an entry level car. For no, for the middle class or
0: lower, no, of course yeah, not. Exactly. No. So the Audi does. They do, yeah. They so they make it's economy be, cars. Obviously yeah. it's gonna be very different from R eight.
2: Porsche is a premium brand, hundred percent. Yeah, they so they make for sports a premium cars. brand,
0: yeah. they have a lot of variety. Like how many different R 8s do you think Audi have?
2: Yeah, exactly. They only make yeah. They only make one. Here's the thing though. <laughs> this here's is here's the, the boxer sports I'm, car? Yeah, of course. Yeah, obviously. Okay, here's the thing though. This is what I'm getting down to. My definition of a supercar is vastly different than Grayson's definition of a supercar. Yours is pure. Well, it's not maybe not purely, but for the most part, based on looks from what you're telling us. For me, that's what got me behind the GT3 RS. And I was like, from the outside, when we were going to do that shoot, I'm like, this is a super sports car. Let's say it's a sports car, but it's like the very top end of sports car. After driving that car for a couple hours, I was like. My definition, this is what I thought a supercar was going to be. It blew me away. This is my supercar as of now. Maybe I get an Aventador. Maybe I'm like, okay, no, this is like actually a supercar. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I, still.
1: I, I, I wasn't basing it on looks. I'm saying that the only argument for that, saying that it's not a supercar, because everything else says supercar. About the, uh, the GT... GT3 RS. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so like everything about it says supercar. The only argument that I could see is for the appearance. Now, I'm not agreeing with that. I think that... The engine, too. No, that's what I'm saying. The
2: engine, the amount of cylinders... Yeah, but that's is the thing. The other I, don't, argument. I don't
1: think that you need a big V8 or something like that to be a supercar. Like What about the, the high-end yeah, Lotus? Is,
0: that's, that, they're not supercars. They're not, no, Lotus no, is not Lotus like a supercar. No, Lotus is a supercar. Well,
1: no. What's the top-of-the-line Lotus?
2: They make like less than 400 or about 400 horsepower.
1: Yeah, but look at the size of the thing. No, they're
2: incredibly capable and fast and fun to drive, I'm sure. But it's not a supercar. But they're still sports
0: cars. Yeah. No, they're they're uh, sports cars. Yeah, yeah.
2: Lotuses are not supercars.
1: The Elise is the entry level. Yeah. What's the... Evora, I think. I think there's something above the Evora, isn't there? Oh, yeah, there is, isn't there? Evora's
2: most expensive. No. There's the Elise Exige and Evora, as far yeah.
1: as I... Yeah. Uh, pull up a 2016 Evora. This is, they're de-
2: they're not supercars, but... No. Like, these do not compare numbers-wise or anything going around a track to, you know, your latest... Ferrari or whatever it is, or your latest Lamborghini.
1: Uh, How good could, like, around the track, how good could the Aventador really be? The is not a track car.
0: No. But, like, if you took the Aventador SV... Yeah, it's more it's, track oriented. It's going to be so, faster than the Lotus. So, is a supercar
1: Lotus, sure. about straight line speed or track speed? It's about a vast
2: quantity and quality of all things that cannot all be yeah. based down to numbers. Okay, Italians, I would say like, I would say that's
1: a supercar. No,
2: but here's the thing: you haven't been inside, you haven't that's driven true. it. We have you haven't been around it. You haven't seen the presence of yeah. it, the materials, the stitches could be off. You know, that's all the things yeah. that are like this. The looks create yeah. maybe like a certain percentage of it for sure, and then the other percentage is like the sound of it. What does it feel like to drive? That's another percentage of what makes it a supercar. Like you get
0: two different kinds of supercars. You get supercars and sports cars too, but supercars, you get the passion supercars, which is like Lamborghini. There's basically no compromise. Yeah, there's Lamborghini, which is all about the sound and the experience and the feel. Same as Ferrari. So like the Italian supercars are like all about like the passion of driving, right? Like uh, Paganis. Then you go to like the, the McLarens and they're all about like precision and like tech. They don't really so much care about the whole like, I guess. Nuts factor that, that Lamborghini has. Lamborghini
2: <laughs> does have a nuts factor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, would, I don't really like the Veneno. It looks wise. I don't think it looks I very good. I would totally good. rock that, man. Oh, um, yeah, well, of course. I would. Yeah.
1: But... I, I don't know. I'm just not the type of guy that would buy a Lamborghini. Like, I just. Yeah. I, I'm more about the subtle look. No, I li- <laughs> I, no, no, no. So, the, like, yeah. like an Aston.
2: Do you like Aston, or no?
1: Um, yeah, they're pretty subtle.
2: But I if, love for what, personally. for what? For what? For
1: subtlety. Th- that, that you could use bring...
2: as a, d- a daily car. Okay, if you wanted to, but it just was... to
1: finish off about of sports car, Depends supercar. What's a DB9?
2: Yeah db9 is a sports it's just a, it's a, what would maybe considered a super sports car what i was saying about the gt3 rs you know it's the top of the sports car right like the very top of the sports yeah, car range fair enough it's more of a grand tour it's See, a long I, distance i would, I would say yeah that's a, a good one that's what it is it's a yeah grand tour. i don't
1: think a supercar in my definition could be about all about the luxury like the the db9 is about luxury and class Someone that, that's consider not the what DB- Subaru, not, That's not what a supercar is like. That's just like, is a Rolls-Royce a supercar?
2: No, the Aston has the V12. It has an amazing sound. Rolls-Royce doesn't have a tack. You can't change gears yourself. It doesn't have the sound. It's very dull sounding. Whereas you get in the Aston, it's about the sound of the engine. It has a V12 for a reason. You can shift with the paddles, you know. Or stick. All yeah, but it's or kind stick of, if they're keeping the sticks around. It, it, it's, exactly, it's, it's too, about driving. It,
1: it, I think it's too far in the luxury category to be called a uh, supercar.
2: No, I, I'm agreeing with you. I don't think Aston's for the most yeah, part. Yeah, it's a Grand Tourer. Yeah, and l- until you get to the one seven seven, that's a supercar.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, the like what is the the Vin- no not the Vin- no. Um, Vulcan. oh Vulcan, Vulcan, yes, that thing, yes, is. but that's a track only car. That that thing is yeah. Oh yeah. See, abortion. I love
1: Aston Martins. Um, I honestly, I'm a big Aston Martin fan. Of course, I find that some of the exterior of the cars look uh, very dull, almost Uh, the 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 DB9. I I mean, like you know, don't get me wrong. Power wise, it sounds awesome. The interior is great. It just doesn't have the actual sharp curves that you know that that, it's too rounded. Like I know it has. You don't don't like you like jagged cars. This is a reoccurring segment. I think Aston Martin. No, that's not. That's not fair. I think
2: Aston Martin makes. The best looking
0: cars on the road today.
1: No. Oh,
2: yeah. No. Um, okay,
0: go on. Pagani, hands down. Pagani, best looking cars out there. <sighs> Okay. For, me, for me, yes. No, for no, no, no. I...
1: Pull up the DB9. I yeah. pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, I, I I have seen some Aston Martin. They don't make. The, they haven't made the DB9 for years, but it's an old car. Yeah, I, I know, but I'll I'm pull, saying. I'll like, pull up the latest and greatest. I have seen greatest some cars from uh, Aston Martin that are bar none some of the nicest cars I've ever seen. That being said, they do have. Uh, you know they're kind of mid-range cars tend to be a little bit on the rounder like it, it doesn't have that presence that a Lamborghini but would
2: have. what do you consider mid-range because no Aston's selling for less than like 150 <laughs> 160 yeah yeah, yeah. at the that's, very that's bottom range that's going up that's from a there lot of, a lot of no, instead of photos mid-range. I'm gonna bring up some video no well yeah sure just to have it in the background I like Aston Martins a lot. I really want to drive one. Yeah, Sid, you're probably listening to this. Oh, yeah. Another thing. Sorry, if you guys don't mind to go off on a quick little thing here. Uh, To the listeners, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast with Sid. Um, That was a good time. So, if you guys want more guests on the show, honestly, we've got a couple lined up. Uh, Actually, the son of, uh, I think I told you guys this, but of the GT3 RS we drove. Uh, He used to be a race car driver, so really yeah hopefully we'll get him on the podcast school us he wants to talk about uh pretty young nerdy stuff a couple of years older than us yeah all
1: right right. he's
2: like 25 26 maybe
0: that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. yeah um what else do you guys want to talk about besides Aston? i really want a pagani now
2: (laughs) a Wira. see with a car like that though zonda r you just yeah i'd rather honestly have an old school uh, zonda r with a manual
0: yeah Okay, so interesting thing. Um, Koenigsegg will build you a manual transmission car if you so desire. Same with Pagani. I was just about to say that. If you like, if you have enough cash, yeah, yeah, (laughs) literally Pagani or Pagani, I guess, and uh, Koenigsegg. If you want to stick, they'll be like, okay, sure. It's going to cost you more, but they'll do it, which is pretty awesome. Agreed. You just have to have the money to be honest. So the newest, uh, um, uh, not Pagani, the newest Koenigsegg, Marcus weighs as much as your car and it's got a 1250 wheel horse yeah that's a little insane that, yeah, that, that's a little that ins- crazy. <laughs> but it's what are you talking about the one-to-one right i think it's the yeah the one-to-one right okay. this, uh, yeah yeah the one-to-one yeah okay that makes sense yeah it's kind of cool and that's nuts
2: i honestly can't imagine uh what that car would be like apparently it's quite fun apparently yeah <laughs> It probably feels like a spaceship. That's pretty nuts. Oh, definitely.
1: I'm personally not a big fan. Okay, here. We're
2: looking at the GT12, which is the one okay. with all the wings and stuff. Yeah, I, I it it so. looks like a
1: weird mixture of a BMW and something <laughs> else. Oh, if you guys could see my face right now. No, <laughs> like, no, like it, does, shot, it does. It mean, like, does. Don't get me wrong. It's like, it definitely doesn't look... Solid like a BMW, but it has that kind of M3 kind of oh, you're crazy little bit, little you're, bit in no. the body, and then it's something no. uh, I don't know. It, it just doesn't have that classic look that the I know Aston Martin's for. This is, is the definition classic of Aston classic Martin. look. If you bring up a classic Aston
2: Martin, that's it. They look the same, but just evolved, literally
0: evolved. They've kept all the elements that they've make... just they've actually been refining it properly, not like Porsches. Yeah.
2: No, exactly. They've they've been evolving. what <laughs> got boring uh, with the their design? Aston They're, Martin keeps like trying to make. They it a don't have the Lamborghini crazy like you know jagged futuristic like no, but it's beautiful. It's it's not oh, yeah. as striking as maybe a Lamborghini or Ferrari, but it's gorgeous. Like the lines, it it in my eyes, Aston's are basically perfect. Most of them
1: interior, I would say Aston Martins have it pretty much down. Exterior, yeah. I would say Jaguars. Are more my style, but Jaguar—they're nice. Oh. Don't get me oh. wrong. Okay, beautiful I cars. I love Jaguars. Put in like the XKRS—I don't like the grill on that car at all. On the Aston. on the V12 Vantage. On the uh, what is that V12 Vantage? Yeah. Okay, yeah, V12 Vantage. I don't I don't like it. It's weird. That's like Aston though. That's yeah. that's Aston's right. trademark.
2: That's fair enough. It's seventy years. They've sixty seventy years. They've had that grill on every really? single car. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like yeah. Beamer. I mean, they don't really change it. It's change just an evolved kid It's their like thing. I, I mean, I have
1: seen cars uh, that they make, like Bond's car, for example, with that grill, and it looks fine. But if the car's too short and too tall, it doesn't look right. It needs to be lower to the ground and long.
0: That the the V12 Vantage isn't. Small we saw car. we saw a couple.
2: It's pretty small. Yeah, fair enough. But
0: I mean, small for a like really high end crazy thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Like okay, so this was like in my opinion, like the most nuts Jagger ever went. And oh, I love it. They're crazy. Yeah, and I love this car. They're crazy. I would buy this over an Aston to be honest and stick.
2: Um, have you guys noticed, on a side note, have you guys seen damn, that's nice. Stupid. <laughs> no, I'm talking like in the last week or two, I've seen some of the worst car commercials I've seen in my life. Oh yeah. Content writing. Yeah. I've sat through some of these that I'm forced to watch on YouTube for 30 seconds. Uh and I'm I just at the end I'm like this is the best commercial that you can come up with. To put online, you paid probably <laughs> upwards of a million
1: dollars to make. Yep. And you put this online. Uh, yeah. I would say commercials cost at like usually commercials million? cost like like you know a minimum of a million dollars for a three day oh, shoot. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then upwards of three to five. We'll glad Holy. Grayson,
2: would you be down to do one for like five hundred thousand? Maybe. Would you be down? To uh, do
1: you know, I might depending on who it is. I might give him a deal, maybe four hundred. But okay, all right.
2: Yeah. If you want a car commercial shot, let us know.
1: <laughs> I, I honestly think we could put together a for a web bed, commercial. If you think about yeah. this, if we were yeah. given, if just if we were given a hundred thousand dollars, and that gives us some money for equipment rentals, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just me and you, I think we could make a far better car commercial more than anything else.
2: And first of all, yeah, we could. Uh... We could all allegedly um indress illicit substances and come up with amazing ideas <laughs> that would be way better than these the shit that i I wish I could oh, quote oh, the one I saw the other day
0: oh that's such a nice sorry, we just like the Jagger just literally came on the screen.
2: no, it's totally fine but here's the thing. the jag and the aston are basically the same car. oh it's and the they same look car. pretty much the like they look pretty much the same oh, other yeah. than the grill yeah. see i would take the jagger
1: here's what i'd say really? is, is, it's is cheaper. That, well, oh, okay, yeah. yeah I, I would say <laughs> yeah. for a small car, the it, it, okay, the, the smaller cars of the Jaguar look better than the smaller cars of the Aston Martins, but the larger Aston Martins look better than the larger Jaguars.
2: I would agree on you there. They don't make this car anymore. Yeah, they don't. But I would I would genuinely cuz I do agree the F-Type is Right up there with Aston in, like,
0: some of the best-looking cars. But F-Type right now isn't on par performance-wise with this. Oh, no. So, what I want to know... I, I really hope Jaguar, like, comes out with a replacement for that. Yeah. For the yeah. XK. Or, or the X... Yeah, the XK. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Do you think they will?
2: Something between F-Type and, like, will. one of their
0: sedans or something? No, no. Like, something above the F-Type. Oh, okay. I don't think they will, though. I don't think so. Unless
2: they want, like, a... Veneno or a 177
0: fighter, or some, that would be something kind of in cool. the hypercar range that would be kind the of that cool. Would come out with that. Well, they had that gas turbine thing that they were developing, they had like a gas turbine powered car that they were developing for a while, really. And then they just kind of never did it because oh. it was like crazy expensive.
2: Well, that's kind of uh, yeah, so that failed. Unfortunate,
0: yeah. <laughs> good looking cars, though. Jag, you make some good looking cars, yep. I would love an F-Type. I just don't really fit in them. Yeah. Really? I, 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 Dude, I got in one in Land Rover, Jaguar, Langley. And yeah. I just, I didn't, my head was like against the roof.
2: I hate to break it to you, but if you don't fit in an F-Type, you're probably not going to fit in an SLS Black Series.
0: Just throwing it out there. No, Rob's as tall as I am. And he had his helmet on and everything in no, there.
1: No, the, the SLS uh, is pretty. I mean, it's like tight. It's tight? Have you even been it's an tight, F-type? It,
0: it, But it's you have a lot of headroom. No, uh, yeah, I've sat in enough
2: type yeah, yeah, yeah. But you like, a, which one? The V8. It was at the auto show, yeah, yeah okay, V8R, yeah.
1: You sit really yeah. low in the SLS. Yeah. Oh, of course, You have yeah. lots of headroom. Yeah, it is on the tighter side, but you have a lot of headroom.
2: Rub with a helmet on, though, was literally on, like, he kept bumping the
0: ceiling when we
2: were
1: going yeah, on the with, Oh, same, yeah, yeah. Same with me.
2: I
0: definitely wasn't, but he, he was. I was definitely yeah. bumping the ceiling in the C63 as well, like, down the drag strip. Oh, yeah. Like, to, like, really? Like, even I, in the C63? Oh, I had to, like, crouch down in the car. Helmets add a significant yeah, amount. Yeah, but yeah, that's why it's yeah, a couple your, inches. Uh... What's up?
1: It's like an inch and a half, two inches.
0: Yeah, but Chris Harris is a very short man.
1: Yeah, Chris Harris is kind of small. Yeah. He's like Marcus. Yeah. Probably. I'm saying, like, I'm saying <laughs> a helmet adds about like an in, like inch and a half, two inches of... Uh... Yeah, oh, yeah.
2: Probably closer to two inches. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah, Something like that. It's a decent amount. But it's, it's, more, it's weirder when you're in the car, though, because you think of your eye level, you're like, in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, that's kind of... Like I've got a couple more inches above there, but then you put on a helmet, and you're like, "No, nope. I'm a bobblehead. Yeah, <laughs> I have no room to move whatsoever. I don't even know if you're gonna fit that, to be honest."
1: Oh, I've tried on it before; it hurts. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you have to kind of fold in the ears and then compress yeah. the nose. I tried wearing um, headphones in it once it didn't work out. So, like, how often uh, do you have to swap out the helmet? Like, how long are they good for? Uh, it's maybe up to five years. That's or a something? good question. I actually. think it's about five years. This thing's
0: about three or four years
1: old. Five years it's- seems a bit long. No. I, nah, I, I, I don't think no helmet idea.
0: technology changes that much. Well, no, but it's just the material d- uh, Deteriorate.
2: deteriorate. Yeah. yeah, true. Yeah. But no, this helmet's still good. I mean, use it for drag racing, and pretty much everyone has used it. It's like the roads untraveled community helmet.
0: Kind of. <laughs> pretty, <laughs> pretty much. It smells like it. A... Yeah. <laughs> no oh, shit. it smells
2: good. It smells like memories. Yeah. No,
0: I'm going to keep that helmet. Yeah. That was my Sweat brother's <laughs> helmet for a while. Motorcycle helmet. So, but Marcus, yeah. should I buy a helmet? try and find a helmet for like a fairly good price for uh pumpkin smash oh dude i'm obviously i'm bringing this helmet yeah and i
2: uh, want a helmet as well yeah you should because you'll keep using it like this yeah exactly i'm so glad that i have it fair enough like we use it maybe two three times a year but when we do it's like you bring it along to any car event like area 27 you might get a ride you might have a helmet didn't need one at area 27 but it felt better felt cooler oh definitely yeah <laughs> going around a wrist you have to put a helmet. yeah and eventually if I was to get another one in a couple of years from now I'm gonna get one like Chris has with a radio um, yeah so, you can so we can put a mic in it too yeah. so have a helmet on have the mic and then you actually get good audio but that'd be cool what do you guys say we wrap it up yep let's do it was that a good podcast I think so okay another guest before we leave here um <laughs> what episode was this 61 I
0: was gonna say 63
2: 66 you guys guys are behind wow usually somebody gets it right um we're aiming uh, what are we aiming for i don't even know what i was gonna say there um oh right top 10 itunes spots so go rate and review us there um obviously go hit up our youtube channel youtube.com slash roads show uh we have in a couple weeks from now we've got r33 gtr coming out gt3 rs coming out uh mitsubishi gto twin turbo corvette got a few things coming out um so subscribe there and follow us on social media and stuff. Thanks, guys, for listening. And thanks, Grayson and Ulrich. Anytime. For coming out. Yee. All right. Send in your <laughs> questions. We'll see you guys next week. See you.